Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary, allow me to introduce myself by repeating myself uh, and repeating the fact that you deserve a good night's sleep and that's what I'm here for. Oh, hey, patrons, this is Scoots. This is, this is an all-intro episode, uh, so it'll be intro after intro after intro. These uh, certain all-intro episodes come out on long weekends or typical long weekends here in the U.S., and it just gives me a little bit more margin to catch up on work or take some time off uh, over the holiday season and stuff like that. So uh, these are this is an all-intro episode. Again, it'll come out again as a story-only episode, which I always find funny. In... Uh, a couple months, uh, that's when the story-only episodes usually come out about a month or two after the uh, full episodes. And then those of you that are $10 patrons on top of these ones, and then, then you get the ones we put out uh, every other week. Uh, so thanks so much, patrons. And what do you say we get down with the show? Uh, hey, everybody, Scoots. A lot of these episodes were recorded a few months ago. So before we get to the Sleepy Supporter Zone, I just wanted to check in with you and let you know the podcast is going to be here twice a week for you. On our regular Sunday, Wednesday schedule, uh, daytime or nighttime, whenever you need it, you, you could call it up if you need a break or you need some rest. Uh, but you might be out there and you might need uh, something more. So I'm going to have uh, links to support and I'm going to be collecting new links and stuff. Uh, right now, I'm going to put them in the show notes. So if you find you need to reach out somewhere for help, I'll have links uh, to, to different places you could do that. And as I hear about more and more resources, I'll try to build a, a page or something for that. But for now, they'll be in the show notes because uh, the podcast is here for you to, to support you and, and take your mind off of stuff. But if you need more support, it's out there for you. So please, please reach out and, and use those links if you need them. And if you know of any other resources, let me know. Thanks so much. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, uh, you know, stuff, uh, tossing and turning. Oh, I think I said that. Uh, whatever's keeping you awake. It changes in schedule, travel. You're out of town. Someone else is out of town. Uh, weather. You got something big coming up. I, you know, I got. I know. I know you got a lot. You like going on. And I'm here to help. And what I'm going to try to do, as I said, is uh, create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. And uh, the way I'm going to do it is. Uh, I'm going to try to keep you company. I'm going to smooth this safe place. I'm going to pat it. I'm going to rub it down. I'm going to say safe place. And then I'm going to pat it again with the universal sign. Uh, this is this is a double universal sign. So it actually is made with eye contact. In this case, imaginary eye contact where you pat a safe place. And you say, come on over and sit down. But also I'm going to move away from this safe place. So you have space in your safe place. You know, there's another universal symbol where somebody says, Pat, Pat, Pat's a spot and says, hey, come on down, sit next to me. So I just wanted to clarify that this was the other one where you say, hey, come on and sit down. This safe place is for you as your space, place, uh, not in space, uh, but, but it, it could be. You could imagine it, it could be, but you'll have plenty of space in your place. Uh, you, you know what I mean? You know the difference. And then there's, you know, the third kind where they say, 
like uh, t- authority figures in my life, they spat a thing and they say, uh, we're going to try to do this the easy way first. Uh, they say, come on over here, sit down, uh, Andrew, and have a seat next to us. And that's when I say, uh, well, my phone's, uh, there's a phone ringing somewhere. Excuse me one second. And then I say, zoinks. But I don't say zoinks. My shoes and my arms make that sound when I'm moving outside the panel. Uh, hardy ha Anyway, if you're new, what I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use the lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. Uh, pointless meanders, rusty tangents, uh, lots, of, like, lots of extra words, and c- stuff that can be a bit confusing. And I'll say it right up front, uh, even though we're six or seven minutes into the show. This podcast isn't for everybody. The creaky dulcets aren't for everybody. But give it a few tries. There's no pressure on your end uh, to like me or to trust me right up front. I'm here to earn your trust and see if it works for you. See if I could help. It's kind of like a free trial. You could, you know, you could give this a shot. And uh, most listeners, uh, especially you listeners that listen all the time, say, hey, it took me two or three tries. So I'm here to help and just see how it goes. That's all I ask. Uh, and uh, you don't even have to do that. You could stop listening whenever you want. But I'm, I'm, I guess my main message is I'm here to help. Let's see how it goes. Uh, but here, and, and, and even to try to earn your trust, just to barely attempt it, uh, like that's why I did that thing with the safe place too. I said, "Here, you check the safe place out. You don't get, you know, I don't get to sit near you. You know, that comes, uh, you know, that's optional." You say, "Hey, Scoots, come over. Can you bring me a water?" It's a sure it's a podcast. It doesn't exactly work. Oh yeah, here's your water. Right. Oh, forgot to ask if you wanted it cold or warm or medium. And then you might say, "Has anyone ever ordered a medium or a warm water?" You see, yeah, occasionally, usually they'll just tell me they want tea or, you know, cocoa or something. But, uh, yeah, occasionally people like, you know, I just want to make sure I have your water correct. Uh, and also, believe it or not, I have a, like a cool water menu. I only bring that out for the, the most, uh, like, uh, you know, delicate or interested connoisseurs of water temperature. But you seem like you're really, uh, your palate is, goes uh, across the spectrum of cool to cold to ice cold. As we used to sing on the dance floor in the 90s or the early aughts, uh, you know, ice cold, how cold. Uh, but uh, so I do have a menu of degrees of coolness, and it's not based on Celsius or Fahrenheit, you know. It, it do, we do call it the outcast uh, water coolness scale. Uh, with ice cold, in quotes, uh, saying it as uh, whichever member. I don't know if that was Andre 2000 or not, but uh, we do say that as ice cold. That's the coldest water we offer, other than slushy, but that's a special order. Uh, But, you know, you could have cool. You say, well, I'd like my water cool. And it'd say, okay, well, do you want it with a glass, a sweating or unsweaty glass? That's how how safe this place is. let me get back to you though, because I do go, I do tend to go off topic. If you're new, you may have observed that, uh, and you're very, like I said, you just like your water. I could see, I could see your whatever a discerning con- connoisseur. That was the word I was looking for four minutes ago, and that's why I'm here to earn your trust. And that, what I was going to do before I went on that water tangent 
We do have also a special brand of water called tangential water. It's actually just a marketing term, but because the water's free, I could bring you a glass of tangential water. Also, it gets confusing. Lower on the menu, you'll see tangerine water. And whenever I, when I was pretending to be a customer of my own water service, I did order mistakenly. I would constantly, I'd say, no, 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 I wanted the tangential water, not the tangerine water. And they said, well, this, this is the tangential water. He said, well, it tastes a little bit tangerine-y. And they said, I don't know what to tell you, Scoots. And I said, Scoots, are you sure you didn't bring me the tangerine water? Anyway, so structurally what I was going to do tell you is what to expect for the show. So the show, uh, here's the order of things happening in the show. Very slowly, slow to develop. Uh, there's The show starts off with business. That's how we keep the show going. Then there's an intro which intros are somewhere around 12 to 15 minutes. We're probably like uh, six or seven minutes into this one. And that's where I just introduce the kind of, that's where it's on me to earn your trust and to see how it goes. And nothing really happens in the intros. So every kind of everything, nothing happens. So everything happens. It's the kind of thing you, you, you may miss and you may not miss. You say, well, wait a second. Uh, you know, maybe you're, maybe you've been to fancy restaurants or spas or you know fancy places uh, that I have not been to, but I like to imagine you know they'd they'd bring me a war. You know, I say, well, if I had a spa, I don't know, it wouldn't be open. It'd just be my own personal one. But uh, if I had, if I was an imaginary spa owner, also that's a magazine I'm working on, imaginary spa owner. Let me know what you think if you'd subscribe. Uh, you know, you think about the title too for a while. You say, well, is it fiction or nonfiction? And I say, well, exactly. Think about it and subscribe and you'll find out. But at my imaginary spot, like I said, we'd have, it'd be a safe place. We'd do smoothing, padding, rubbing it down, safe placing. We'd have a water, you know, like I said, when you order your water, you could, if you just said, bring me cool water, ideally, I would hire a concierge that would know, but just by, ju- you know, they'd say, okay. They could tell by the cut of their jib, as they say, that this is how cool they want their water. But for someone as discerning as you, I'd say, well, when you say bring me a cool glass of water, do you mean Andre 2000 ice cold outcast water? Not, not uh, cast out water, like uh, the outca- like ice cold, uh, like shaking it. Like, do you want me to shake your water? Like, we could bring you shaking water, like a Polaroid picture, too. And they usually call that aerated because it sounds better. Freshly aerated, just aerated water. And we could just decide on the coolness of that. Sometimes I bring it in a metal tumbler as part of the presentation. Then I shake it in a tumbler. The tumbler's ice cold, so it's sweating. A little bit cold to the touch or cool to the touch, depending on what degree you ordered your water in. But that's the intro. A show within a show where I attempt to explain what the podcast is. The podcast is the kind of place where you may get a water menu or even more likely you get someone over-talking about a water menu. Ideally not over-talking while you're perusing it, though. And you'd say, what is this one here? Streamy, and it's a well, it's a temperature of water. We have creaky, we have streamy. I, have, I mean, I have creaky dulcet tones. This is with the creak, like two e's. Uh, 
And you say, well, which is cooler, stream or creek? And I'd say, well, if you're looking, maybe you want to look over there. You see the mountain stream? I highly recommend mountain stream. Well, is the water from a mountain stream? No, no, no. It's just mountain stream temperature water. All our waters artisanal, uh, <laughs> artisanally sourced from artists, you know, from good places, uh, limestone. I don't know where the water's from, actually. I'm just in charge of the temperatures of water. If we get into that, that's a whole nother menu, which I, I'm happy to bring you. But I'm actually, believe it or not, I thought I'm running an imaginary spot here. I'm also in the middle of the intro, intro of introing a podcast intro. Uh, so that's the intro of the show. If you're new, whew, uh, yeah, but think, think about it. You have the right to wish your water would come whatever temperature you'd like. Uh, I don't know, you know, and I'd say, well, judge it more by feel. You know, believe it or not, I've been running this imaginary spa my whole life, and no one's ever ordered creek temperature water. And they keep telling me, take it off the menu, but they don't get it. I say, well, that's what makes the stream temperature water move. Uh, you say, without the creek temperature water, no one would buy, no one would order stream temperature water. And that's why I won the imaginary spa. You know, the, oh no, that was the uh, imaginary water, water, uh, imaginary water bar awards. Um, okay, I got bogged down here. My, don't worry, not, no mentions of bogs on these water menus. But uh, so the intros where I lose your, where I show I'm qualified to lose your attention just by being myself. Uh, then we have a little business between the intro and the show, and then we'll have the show tonight. It'll be our ongoing episodic modular serial series, uh, The Stand Chronicles, Nuns in Space. Uh, but you can fall asleep whenever you wish. You maybe, if you're new, you say, Well, I don't know if, what, and you say, well, Okay, just kick back uh, and, uh, you know, see how it goes, as I said. So that's just structure of the show. No pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour to keep you company. And, uh, I don't know, I, I, mean, I guess I'm a little distracted because I keep going back to that water menu, wondering what else I should put on there. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, maybe I should, I guess I kind of talked that one out, but do you, like, uh, do, do, do spas have those kind of things? I'm just trying to imagine, like, uh, they have names like that, uh. Usually it's like some sort of repurposed zen is mixed in with the names of spas. Or I think a lot of spas have like jade in them or, or you know, something like orchids seem popular in zens and waterfalls. And then other words that sound like expensive stuff. Uh, I don't like, uh, I don't know, like, uh, I just stick to the water menus. I guess that's where I should go. That's where, I, where, you know, do, do what you know, they say. And uh, dare to dream, follow your passion. That's what uh, J.C. Joseph Campbell used to always say, follow your bliss. That's an, that's a pop, that might be the number one name for spas. Either bliss or zen, uh, um, but, uh, yes, yeah, so, well, my bliss is, uh, to bringing the world, uh, the right temperature of cool or cold water. And I said, is this, I said, is this Esalen, right? I said, come on, but what kind of, you know, big sir, when I think of big sir, I think of water. 
hello? And then they, they said, and then they said, would you like to register for it? And I said, how much? What? Uh, he said, I thought we were just going to be sitting in hot tubs uh, talking about the bliss of cool, cool water. But okay, so, so those are the structures. So no pressure to fall asleep. Uh, clearly no pressure to listen. Here's the thing. I'm here to keep you company. I've been there sleepless in the deep, dark night. That's why I make this show. So it's very silly and goofy. Uh, but I take it very seriously because I want to help. I, I, I think you deserve a good night's sleep. Uh, and this show is supposed to just grasp uh, just a bit of your attention to take your mind off of whatever you were thinking about. Maybe be, be just uh, nonsensical enough uh, that you say, okay, I could relax here. And, you know, as a matter of fact, what other menus do you have, Scoots? Well, we have their sources, our water sources. Uh, believe it or not, what I'm pitching the Institute here is on, like, uh, well, we've been, they've been having, you, well, I'll just let you a little more, one more peek behind the scenes. Is uh, I pitch them bringing, each temperature water gets its own glass. But then they got me. They said, oh, is the glass is specialized to enhance the temperature of the water? I said, no, nah, just like a feel thing. And they said, everything's a feel thing for you. And I said, yeah, when you're in the like cool water temperature business, uh, you learn that uh, like uh, it's, it's all about touch and feel. It's a tactile thing. It's not about the actual temperature of the water, though we can do that if you say, no, no, I want my water to 22 degrees Fahrenheit or Celsius. You know, we could bring that to you, but it'd be, we'd be laughing about it, obviously, if I knew what, since, <laughs> if I knew what temperature those were, uh, I'd probably be laughing even harder. But uh, you see, you want it 22 degrees? You got it. You, how about Kelvin? You know, we got space-age stuff in the bank. We could deliver it. Uh, even on the Calvin scale, uh, though I'd have to ask what you're going to do with it. But yeah, I did p- pitch my supervisors, which, believe it or not, are imaginary beings that live in my brain, too. And I said, well, let's get different glass. And they said, we don't have the budget for that. And I said, you don't have the budget. He's like, they said, Scoots, come on. Just stick with. I said, what about a glass menu then? That's what they said. And with an upgrade where you'd say, well, the creek glass was like a stone, which we've learned even before we did this. you got to be able to see the water through the glass. You can't have opaque glasses at the water bar. But uh, uh, they said, you know, then you could, you know, upcharge them to take the glass home. And they said, woof, you really, you really, uh, you really know the business of water, but it's really not about that. It's about an appealing glass, uh, and then they said, well, who would be delivering these glasses? Because you're very clumsy, Scoots. And I said, you're right. Uh, it, it's only happening in our imagination. So let's imagine we have coordination. And they said, well, why don't you coordinate the end of this podcast? I said, right away. And as fresh as a cool and summer breeze, I changed the subject uh, and said, hey, uh, basically, Spike is here to help. Uh, see how it goes. Uh, like that's it. I mean, I believe you deserve a good night's sleep. I'm here to help if I can. Give it a few tries. Uh, I really appreciate you coming by. I work very hard. I yearn and I strive to help you fall asleep. Thank you so much. And here's a couple of ways we keep the show going.
Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, time, temperature, scheduling. I mean, anything having to do with scheduling. But like if you're working a second or a third shift, or your schedule's changed, you got schedule on the brain. That wasn't in that game. What if there were, here's the thing, I didn't think I would talk about this for the intro, but there used to be a a, a board game. It actually wasn't a board game. It was called, uh, I can't think of a way to describe it without a, opportunity, Uh, but it was a physical game. Like if we combine, uh, uh, anyway, let me get back. I'll I'll try to get back to that because I was thinking, well, well, we'll get to it in a second. If you're new here, welcome. This is a podcast that goes off topic really fast, but it's also a podcast to, to, to be here and to put you to sleep. What I'm going to try to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Also, I think I'll repeat myself accidentally when I get flustered or mixed up. Uh, and the way I'm going to do that is uh, I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, uh, rustified meanders, uh, tangents, I'd say maybe once in a while I use some greasy tangents or well-greased tangents. Well-worn meta- metaphors are so well-worn that people say those are a bit worn out, uh, Scoots. A bit like your shoes and your sneakers and your, I'd say, yep, what, I like to be on the other side of well-worn uh, because, uh, I, I don't know, actually I don't even, I just find myself on, on the, uh, I think there could be an autobiography in there for gingerbread press. On the other side of well-worn, there you go. Has Rip Torn wrote a book about uh, Rip Torn's life? Because uh, I could, I could sell that title to you. My life is Rip Torn, or maybe it could be My life is a Rip Torn impersonator. I don't know if there is anybody out there, but that's an option. The other side of well-worn, my life impersonating Rip Torn. Maybe I could do that. Maybe that'll be my fourth or fifth act. Uh, Say, what happened to that sleep podcast? Well, Scoots uh, really went, they call it niching down, I believe. Uh, He became a Rip Torn impersonator. And as beloved as Rip Torn is, I think his timing was a bit off. And so that's what happened to so yeah he's out he may be out there he did write a book it was it was not it was an imaginary book it was written and published within his imagination and he was also trying to do a podcast intro by the way oh thanks for bringing me back there scoots uh also by the way i don't mean to interrupt myself with myself but i don't think we can do in a rip torn and impersonation right yet that's why one day we will okay anyway if you're new Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. If you're really new, uh, just kind of sit back and see how it goes. This podcast doesn't work for everybody. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, so kind of maybe passively observe it, like a rambling, 
uh, Rip Torn impersonator who's without that's you say, well, you like that would be a way, I guess, it is a metaphor for the podcast. You say, well, you're not impersonating Rip Torn, uh, or and it's not, it's an impressionist, actually. My life was Rip Torn impressionist, and the impersonator are two different things. And they say, okay, yeah, just kick back and wonder about that. Why, why, wonder why I became a Rip Torn. You know, why I've got that caught up in my brain cycles. So passively kind of observe the podcast, see how it goes. Doesn't work for everybody. For, for most people, it works for it. Takes a few tries. Here's the structure of the show. Starts off with some business. That's how we keep the show going. Then that's all at sleepwithmepodcast.com. Then uh, an intro, which is around 12 to 14 to 13 to 15 minutes where I try to explain what the podcast is in a verbose way, I'd say, uh, with uh, extra double, du- double the verbosity, uh, half the vocabulary, double the verbosity. Hardy hard. I don't even play. In uh, uh, this time, sometimes, occasionally, extra Riptorn references. Just because Riptorn sounds good. Riptorn's an actor, by the way, uh, but also just a great name. Like, so, Riptorn is so Riptorn, you say, I don't even think about it, 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 like, until I say it 50 times. You say, wow, how, like, did you come up with that on the fly, or did you brainstorm, like, 800 names, and you said, that's the one? You know, I I would say probably it was the first one, but it could have been the second one. You say, well, it really gives insight into my, the human condition, which I'm trying to get at. And I love papyrus. Okay, so oh, so the issue, there's an intro where I just talk a lot, and I try to explain what the show is, and I kind of demonstrate what the show is. And you can skip over the intro, but the majority of the listeners use it as they prepare for bed or, you know, as they're doing their wind down and their teeth brushing and their animal petting. And they're bombing, you know, palm bombing, elbow bombing, you know, their shoulder padding, padding, not padding. Uh, maybe there's no shoulder pads in bed. Uh, so I'm thinking of like, what if, it, well, probably don't want to have uh, pajamas with shoulder pads. What about shoulder pillow? No, we'll just call them shoulder pillows. Also, sometimes your brain interrupts me with ideas during the podcast. That's a part of the intro and the whole podcast as a whole. So that's the intro. Then there's some business between the intro and the story. And then there's a bedtime story. Tonight we'll be talking about uh, Star Trek The Next Generation in a way that uh, mildly resembles the original TV show, uh, based in a loving appreciation of it. But mostly I say, well, uh, you know, why did Data turn this way? Or what's up with Lore's outfit? Things like that. And so that'll be, and then we'll have some thank yous at the end. So it's a structure show. A couple of things to know if you're new. You don't need to listen to me. You may have figured that out already. May have demonstrated that. I'm just here to keep you company. And that goes with the second part. No pressure to listen. No pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here for about an hour. I make this show, one, because I've been there. Two, because like tossing and turning, overthinking, all that, not being able to fall asleep and wondering why or trying everything and getting frustrated and feeling lonely sometimes. So I'm, that's why I want to keep you company because I've been lonely in the deep, dark night. So this really has a lot of meaning for me. 
uh, which just now this intimacy just brought me off of my second topic, which I forgot uh, because I've been there. Uh, hmm. Forgetfulness is another part of the show. Uh, yeah, but okay. Why? I, I don't know what I was talking about. I mean, but that's really why I make the show because I've been there. Why don't you need to listen? Why would it help you fall asleep? Uh, uh, I don't know. I guess I was trying to make more. I was trying to go through a list, but uh, that's a real reason I make the show is because I've been there and I want to help. I don't know. Let me go on to the other metaphor because I was thinking about that game. Did I give all the background? Yeah, basically, you don't need to listen to me. I'll be here oh, whether you can fall asleep or not. I'll be here to the very end because I make the show as much as for people to quickly fall asleep if it works for them as I do for the people that can't sleep. I'll be here till the end keeping you company. I think that's what I was meaning with that is like, uh, I'll be here whether you fall asleep fast or not. I'm here for you. But I was thinking about that game, the the operandi game. It was like you take a piece of tweezers, you take a built-in set of tweezers and you take different things out. I don't, I never played the game by the rules. And they'd say water underneath thousand dollar feet. That's the way the ad went. And you do the person you take out of like, uh, the fun, the funny, uh, the funny elbow, and uh, it was, I was water water underneath thousand dollar feet. That was the only one, but it was like a game of like a, a steady hand. What was they saying? What brought up that game? Something about like I was thinking about people like uh, your gray matter. But what if there was another version? That's like the physical health version, an imaginary one. But what if there was one of your emotional and limbic, your lizard and mammalian brains, brain stem, all that other stuff that I might know nothing about? You know, you got your thoughts, feelings, and physical sensations sometimes related to your thoughts and feelings. What if there was a, so like a mental health version, a fun, positive mental health version? Like you say, okay, can you get, can you get the malaise out for 500 and they say, well, I don't know what, I can't identify malaise. I mean, it can identify what it feels like in my love of saying the word malaise, but I can't find it. And they say, well, that's part of the game. Sounds more like something, it sounds like more like it, it needs to be uh, better developed. Oh, really? Tell me more. Wait, tell me more. Is that what I'm supposed to get out next? No, no, that's the card I have. It says, says tell me more for 500. Oh, which one of us gets 500 points? Oh, tell me more about how you're, tell me more about how you're feeling about who gets the 500 points. Well, I'm feeling like I, if I'm the one telling you more, I should get the 500 points. Uh, but if you tell me what, where malaise is on this game board and I can get it out with these, I guess you wouldn't use tweezers because I've never been anywhere. Uh, what about a phlebo- phlebotomy version? That's where you used to study. That could be another version of the game, or that could be the add-on, the phlebotomy. I think that's where you identify, instead of reading someone's palm, you say, well, okay, this little notch in your skull here, you know, tells me you're going to be, you'll be so sleepy tonight, sleeping so good. But that could be, that could be a possible board game or board, you know, boring board game, uh, I'm trying to think what else, you know, you do like, uh, dissatis- I guess that's malaise. Uh, I don't know. I guess in my game, I haven't written anything other than tell me more in malaise for my version, but I could kickstart that. 
Maybe we could get someone that actually knows how to do that, like uh, uh, Matthew from the Oatmeal or something. I don't know. But uh, so that's uh, that's a good game pitch. I don't know how that's a metaphor for the podcast, uh, other than the fact that I, I want to be here to help you. I, I guess that, ga- that could be a game that like it should tr- teaches you some sort of coping strategies or learning. And I don't know if this podcast is really meant to teach you anything, more to validate, really. I don't always say that word right up front. I try to keep it subtextual, but I I believe you deserve a good night's sleep. I also believe that it sucks that you can't sleep, and I'm sorry, and I'd like to help. Now, as I said, this podcast does not work for everyone, but that's why I make the show. As I said, like, I've been there, uh... Sometimes it's like waking up. Sometimes it's not being able to fall asleep. Sometimes it's like, what the heck? Uh, haven't had caffeine in 18 hours. Why can't I just drift off into dreamland? So that's why I make the show. I've been doing it a, a while now. And if you're new, give it a few tries and see how it goes. It's no pressure for the podcast to work for you or not. Uh, I just like it to help if it can. Or to keep you company if it can. I have a contingent of listeners that have very strong sleepless stuff, so they listen all the way to the end. And I have a contingent of listeners that listen during the day that say, hey, I need a little soothing during the day, a little distraction, or when I'm in traffic or whatever. Uh, so I'm here. I'm here to try to help. And I guess that's it. I appreciate you coming by and checking the show out or being here. Night after night, I'm glad I can help. Uh, and that's it. I work hard and I strive to help you fall asleep. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside uh, whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, uh, changes in time, temperature, routine, travel, whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off of that. I'm going to take this safe place. I'm going to move my hand in a counterclockwise position. Oh, no, that's clockwise position. It's actually in motion. Um, I'm smoothing this safe place down, and now I'm going to go counterclockwise, which I can see is counterclockwise, and uh, it de-ruffle. And now I'm going to go, you know, si- I'm, now I'm going to do some smoothing. Oh, and now I'm going to take my thumbs and my forefingers, and I'm going to pull, pull this uh, safe place uh, taut, uh, and then I'm going to pat it and say, hey, welcome to the safe place. Uh, I want you to feel treated. I'm glad you're here. It's important you're here, but it's also not super important. I mean, I want you to feel treated with dignity and respect. Uh, but this place is, uh, not only is it safe, I, I want it to be, I don't know if I can make it devoid of pleasure. Uh, devoid's a nice word. Maybe we could come back to that devoid. It also rhymes with something from my childhood. So I'll cross my fingers on that. But I want it to be a place with low pressure where you could say, okay, I'm relaxing here. And if you're new, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones and pointless meanders 
extra ta- tangents. Uh, I'm going to go off topic. I'm not going to make a lot of sense. You know, there'll be a bit of sense in here, but it is a bit goofy and senseless. So, like, just for example, structurally, if you're new, a show starts off with a few minutes of business. That's how we keep the show free and going. Then there's an intro, which is about 12 minutes of me explaining what the show is, which for some people I say, well, that's, isn't it? And I say, well, it's part of the method. It's part of the wind down. It's part of me reminding you that I'm glad you're here and that you deserve a good night's sleep. And it's also attempted to be a little bit fun, uh, like uh, where I can try to take the seriousness out of your day. And you could use it while you unwind at home, while you brush your teeth, while you when you first get in bed, or you could listen after you're comfortable. Some people fall asleep during the intro. Some people use it to unwind. Uh, some people skip it, and some people listen to it during the day as well. So whatever works for you. There's no pressure. Uh, but again, don't put any pressure on the podcast because it really will. Uh, it's mushy. So you say, well, I'm pre- I want this thing to make sense. I want to understand it. I say, well, I've been doing these. I've done whatever, 700-something episodes, and I still have not found a concise way to explain the podcast, even to people, you know, at least people I'm related to or know me. They say, well, that reminds me of you. Uh, so give it a shot, uh, it, but it doesn't work for everybody. Creaky dulcetones, they may grow on you, or for a few people, they that you say, well, those are more like a creaky, the creaky dulcet uh, tones make me want to, you know, whatever, whatever, just take some dones or have a little, have a little groan. I say, okay, well, give it a few tries. There's no pressure uh, for you to like this show or to like me. It, just give it a shot. I'm, I'm here to help. I'm here to be your friend. If I can be, I'm a, I guess I'm an application status uh, to say, hey, could I be, could I, could, could you trust me? Well, you know, let, let's give it a shot. Uh, I'm, I'm, I mean, the onus is on me to talk pointlessly and bore you to sleep. Uh, but the reason to make the show is because I've been there, uh, unable to fall asleep, tossing and turning. Even last night after reading and not being able to keep my eyes open. Uh, and then I said, what in the heck? Uh, why am I sensing all these things that are we get weren't when I was reading they weren't getting on my, my uh, they weren't getting my attention uh, and my eyes wouldn't stay open but as soon as I close that book up I say hey we we need you know let's analyze this uh, so I've been there and I believe you deserve a good night's sleep it's, oh structure show tonight so there'll be an intro some business between the intro and the show. And tonight will be like part of our retrospective because we just crossed 700 episodes. So it'll just be a look back at a, a little bit of the history of the show and then uh, the last 100 episodes, uh, but in a real slow, meandering way. So th- that'll be this episode. And some people say, well, it's a little, ce-, you know, I say, well, it's uh, to celebrate uh, everything the listeners have been along on this journey. It's also good bedtime story material. When I say, "Huh, did I remember what was that episode about?" Uh, oh, I remember that. Charles Dickens is the name. Uh, Scoots is telling lulling non-anecdotes about me. It's the game. Uh, so, but I was saying earlier is like one of my goals is to make uh, a bedtime oh devoid of pressure. So that's another thing. 
I want you to know. It's like, there's no pressure for you to fall asleep. I'm going to be here for an hour to keep you company and to kind of walk at your side to talk to you across the bedroom, uh, to be here while you fall asleep. This is more of the podcast that's here while you fall asleep than so much it puts you to sleep. It's like, I'm trying to take your mind off of stuff uh, to keep you company as you drift off, uh, as you slip through my fingers. Uh, so no pressure to fall asleep, no pressure to listen either. I shouldn't be talking about anything super interesting, especially I just recorded the episode. So I say, well, if you're interested in the history of the podcast, you could listen during the day or listen to one of the interviews I've done and other podcasts or radio shows. Uh, or yeah, but, but it's, it's a pretty meandering memory journey. Um, and I think it'll, I think it'll help you get off, uh, uh, so you don't need to listen to me. Don't need to pay attention. And I don't know. I mean, I think one of the sh- things I strive for when I make this uh, podcast is, uh, yeah, to cre- to try to at least uh, evoke a spirit of not just sort of friendship or companionship or that I'm here to help and to take your mind off of stuff, uh, but evoke a silly spirit. It doesn't. Ha- it could be a childlike spirit, or it could be you know adults goof around too. Uh, like adults crack up uh, and say, <laughs> I can't, like you start laughing uncontrollably sometimes. Uh, so I'm not trying to get that far. I'm just trying to say, hey, wow, this is a little bit silly. This is a little bit goofy. And I, I was earlier talking about the word devoid. And I say, well, devoid of pressure, uh, devoid of seriousness, and uh, devoid of com- you know comprehensible points for some people. Uh, for some people, but then when I think about devoid, and I think about when I was a kid, I guess it, yeah, I already am wrong. I thought there was a pizza, the pizza, one of the pizza companies that delivered pizzas. I thought they had a character named Denoid, but I think it was the Noid. But I guess you could say the Noid. Like that's what I was thinking is, oh, that character was named Denoid, and it was I think it was the N O I D. In my as my memory serves me, the Noid looked a bit like a jester uh, that you might see in uh, more in the maybe a Renaissance style jester. I may be reaching here, or like a, a glorified uh, maybe turn of the century asking pictures of New Orleans and Mardi Gras uh, jesters. I mean, I don't think an actual jester would say, "What well, I don't look like, that's not what I want to be portrayed as, but not like a, not, not negative, but not like, so the Noid was a bit like that. Uh, and I forget what the Noid, like, I don't know if the Noid, even before the Noid, there was a, with, uh, the Golden Arches had a character, uh, the ham, ham bungler, but it was different where he went and went and like took hamburgers and I don't think the, but I think actually the Noid, if you took the real name of the ham bungler, I think that's what the Noid was. The Noid was like, uh, is it, what are those things called? Uh, uh, like uh, the Noid was a bit of a, a pizza glitcher. Like he, I don't think he worked for the pizza company. Uh, but what, what they said, I think it was an attempt at a myth, myth, mythologizing pizza delivery. Uh, like I never, they should have come out. I mean, if I, if they had a time, if I had a time machine, I'd go to their company and say, Hey, have a seat. Let me tell you how this is going to work. We're going to have a children's book, uh, in a podcast, uh, 
maybe this could be a podcast episode, the history of the Noid. But the short version is like once upon a time, there was like a great invention, pizza. Then there was a greater invention, delivering it to your homesteads and castles and such. Uh, But with all great things, you know, with great power comes, you know, stuff. uh, And they said, and and like out of the whatever, out of the freaking miasma, whatever came the noids. uh, This was just one particular, it was the noid. So I don't know if it was the most famous noid or a representative noid or there was only one. If there was only one, it was really busy. I guess they said, well, that's what you used to do. Now let's just put you on TV and... Uh, so I guess maybe they just said, uh, maybe it was just one, like it was the, Mo- the Milwaukee Noid. And they said, well, you're the only one in existence, but we're going to pretend you exist everywhere. Sorry, I went off the mythology trend part. But, you know, they said everyone in this kingdom was happy getting their pizzas delivered until the Noids came. And they would, at some point between when the pizza left the responsible corporate partner with only the customer's pleasure and enjoyment in mind... And the responsible delivery driver, you know, who wanted to be fairly tipped for their time, uh, at some point in there, for most companies, there was a Noid. Is this what the Noid's backstory was? And uh, what the Noid liked to do is mess up pizza before you ate it uh, somewhere in that process. And then everyone was frowny-faced. And they said, what did I just spend 26 bucks on? And then came... A great and shining, uh, you know, conglomerate, you know, whatever mega core. They said, uh, like in shining armor, and said, "Well, we we were the same ones that had the uh, insulated delivery bag, and now we've taken it. We're going to avoid. We avoid the noids. You know, we have boxes, we have things uh, to avoid. That was their big catchphrase: avoid the noid." And I guess if there was a poetic version of this podcast, it'd say devoid of, uh, I don't know what it'd say, devoid of noise. I don't know. A place devoid. I guess that would be it. Sleep With Me podcast, a place devoid of sense and sensibility and a bit of seriousness. And there probably is a lot more about the noise I could go on about. But really what I wanted to summarize is that, yeah, this is a place... uh, like where the Noid, if you were getting a pizza delivered, or you lived in that kingdom, you'd be you wouldn't be happy about it. Uh, and I guess I would tickle the Noid if I said, "Well, here's the thing. Uh, like you're making a commercial about these Noids, and you're taking all these precautions." You said, "Like double checking the pizza before you put it in the box, uh, it confirming the order, and then walking slowly to your car and putting in a flat." You know, what if I just tickle the Noid? And they say, "Wait a second. You mean we wouldn't have to double-check our orders? Wouldn't have to drive and walk reasonably? Wouldn't have to make sure everything's on a flat surface? They say, no, not, no problem. I got, I save you tons of money. I'll come to your stores, and I'll tickle all the, I'll tickle all the noids in town. I'm like the Pied Piper of noids. And then they'd say, do you have any referrals? And I said, oh, yeah, remember, have you ever heard of the Milwaukee Noid? Uh, I took, tickled, that, uh, tickled that Milwaukee Noid pink uh, and uh, made it really like, uh, now now lives with uh, a Nana there on the waterfront uh, just chilling. And she tickles it uh, and pets it.
Uh, and you know, we're working on more anyway, it's a big, it's a big project, but I'll tickle your noids. Oh boy. never mind. Uh, so, but I'm here to do, to make something like that. Uh, it's a bit silly like that idea. You say, well, why, uh, what if I just tickle the noids? Uh, this is a little bit lighter version of that where I just try to keep you company and barely make you smile. And I would pause it if you're new. Did you, I mean, were you think, were, were you picturing, you say, what is this noid? This is a just pizza jester. Uh, we, oh, we have those where I come from. We call them pizza jesters. And I say, yeah, this was like a trademarkable name or something. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I, maybe that could be, actually, that could be a position. I would like to do that, uh, be, be a pizza jester. I think when I, but so anyway, I'm, I'm here to be your sleepy pizza jester uh, and do a little bit of jesting uh, to, to try to, uh, I can't, I don't think I have the power to make your evening devoid of seriousness, uh, but maybe I could just lighten it a little bit. Um, maybe I could just make your shoulders unwind a little bit more, make that bed just a little bit tuck in there. Uh, Cause as I said, I've been there. I appreciate you checking the show out. I appreciate you giving me your time. I work very hard on this show. It doesn't work for everybody, but give it a few tries. That's what everyone that listens says, uh, uh, but I really hope and, and I really yearn that I can help you fall asleep. Uh, so thanks again for checking the show out. And here's a couple ways we keep the show going. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. You go ahead and get comfy wherever you are. I'm here to help. Uh, I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. No, wait, sorry, I tried a little new thing there. If you're a regular listener, if you're new, I wanted you to get comfortable. Uh, so get in bed, turn out the lights, and press away. I'll do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, time, temperature, changes, uh, you know, changes in routine. You know, if it's stuff you're thinking about, stuff you're feeling physically, or stuff, uh, you know, on your emotions uh, that's bubbling up or more than that, whatever it is, I'd like to take your mind off of that. And if you're new... It's the show's very different, uh, and it's going to take like uh, there's also there's a long intro, but this is part of the show. Uh, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, tangents, rustified tangents, dulcet, creaky dulcet tones, and other things. Uh, but mostly I'm going to be here for you. That's why I have the show come out twice a week. I work very hard. Because uh, right up front, I want to tell you, I, be- I believe you deserve a good night's sleep. And when I started making the show, I was searching for something a little bit different. So definitely, if you've, been, if you've tried other stuff, if you have something that works for you, that's great. This one's a little bit different. If you're looking for a silly story in a friend in the deep, dark night, that's why I use the term. Because for me, it can feel pretty... Uh, uh, like, like I, I just feel like I say, geez, I wish there was someone here to keep me company, to take my mind, mind off of stuff, uh, to tell me a silly story. 
And that's where I'm going to do with the show. But it's also like having a friend over that does a lot of talking and that doesn't really get, it takes a while to get to the story. And your friends, like, I, I'm a little bit different. I don't know, like, I'm open to that. Uh, and so if my imaginary friend is a little bit different than I'm describing here. Uh, so, yeah, it'll take a, take a while to get anywhere. I'll go off topic. I'll get confused. I have creaky dulcet tones, which you say, well, I, I never heard of creaky, creaky dulcet tones. It's a little bit different, too, to say, okay. But main message is I'm here to help, but this doesn't work for everybody, but also doesn't make a lot of sense. So if you kick back and maybe kind of say, okay, let me put on my passive viewfinder, passive viewfinder. I don't know what that is, but maybe I'll come back to that. Passive viewfinder. It sounds like something that fits the podcast. Uh, but okay, let me see because I was trying to set that up. So I'm gonna send my voice across the deep track, and I'm gonna use the long, soothing tones, creaky dulcets, pointless meanders, unfinished metaphors, strange subject changes. But here's the thing uh, here's structurally what to expect, expect if you're new. The show starts off with a few minutes of business, that's how we keep the show going. If you're new, it's not super important, but it, it, it try to put as much of it at the top of the show and between the intro and the story as it can. Uh, so thank you for, for sitting through that. Uh, then we have an intro. Now, the intro is kind of part of the podcast. Now, some people will fall asleep during this while I explain what the podcast is for 12 minutes. It also kind of, if you, after your first or second try, you might say, okay, maybe this isn't the podcast for me. Uh, where some people say, okay, this, oh, I didn't realize that. The, the intro kind of is his attempt to explain the podcast unsuccessfully 700 times. Uh, for 12 minutes and now i get it i can totally relax uh, the pressure's off because uh, i don't really really have a huge pressure on myself i say let's just do our best to explain what the podcast is so far we haven't been even though we've made the show and we make the show we haven't really been able to capture totally understand why it works i mean i know some of the pieces that work uh, but that's what i try to uh, spend the intro expo- exploring and say okay Maybe it's this. So that'll be the intro. Some listeners, you know, get ready for bed listening to it. There's a poll somewhere I saw recently, and it feels like uh, maybe 60% of people fall asleep during the intro, and maybe another uh, 33, 33% or 34% uh, get ready for bed during the intro. Uh, so that's kind of, you know, that's how people use it. Or some people you listen to it during the day to, to cool down, unwind, to have a little day, daytime break. But that's the intro. Then we'll have a story, a bedtime story. Uh, we'll be doing our serial series, serial episodically modular series that you can listen to in nearly any order. Uh, the Stan Chronicles, Nuns in Space. And mostly heavy on the stand, my best friend and a freestyle soda machine and an Android, or, or I don't know, exactly know, stands a uh, binary being. I, I, that's what I would say. I don't know if I'd say stands a digital being or analog being, because I have to define those words. But more than an Android. Uh, I, I don't know if the, remember that ba- there was a band in the eighties, nineties, I think it was, uh, and they sang a song more than words. Uh, 
more than draw. How about that? Does his BB eight, BB eight, BB eighty eight, BB eight ever done any karaoke? Because they could, or what about C three PO? What if C three PO has a secret hobby? Karaoke. I can see that. Of all the characters, you'd say who has a secret karaoke? Like that's their hobby. That's how they unwind when no one else is around. Talk about talk about Star Wars fanfic. <laughs> But seriously, if you're a Star Wars fan or even a casual consumer of Star Wars, you'd say, who would you see throwing back some tunes? Uh, maybe sing- singing some Barbara, then some Bet, and maybe some Carol King, you know, then maybe moving into some Barry Manilow, uh, or, or, you know, then doing some, and then bouncing around, doing some Sia, I would say, but, you know, Titanium, I could see the irony of C-3PO singing that song. Maybe in the middle, like maybe in a, like a heated Star Trek scene when they say, okay, well, we're not going to have any news, you know, we got eight hours off. Like maybe in the last one when they're just, uh, you know, they're waiting to run out of gas, but they haven't run out of gas yet. It, there was a lot of downtime. I'm I'm pretty sure C-3PO was on that ship, but I'd have to check my records. But they said, okay, 3PO, you know, we got whatever. We got 48 hours till we run out of gas, uh, and we're still working on a plan. Why don't you take some downtime, you know, go, go into sleep mode? And I don't do a C-3PO, uh, what do you call that, Inner, whatever, where you pretend you're C-3PO, but it's a, because I'm no, I'm no Anthony Daniels, so believe me, I've been told that too. Uh, and I don't know if that's who plays C-3PO, but so he was in C-3PO says, oh, sure, you know, no problem, you know, yeah, I got to go, uh, work on, what is, what is it? protocol? You know, I got, I'm going to check out the latest protocol releases and, and, you know, just thumb through those, then put them in, you know, my, uh, you know, download those and, and go into sleep mode. And of course, R2 knows all this because maybe R2 would shoot out a microphone. For sure, this would happen. I mean, come on, you're listening to me. You can see it happening because it happens, just not in the scenes they filmed in the movie. Yeah, so then R2 shoots a microphone out. C-3PO catches it. This is in like a broom closet or something. And he says, you know, I think he probably would start with C because that would warm up his, if he was going to go for anything higher, like C is right in a good range to warm your voice up. If you have creaky dulcet tones, I can't sing on the podcast, especially copyrighted songs. I think I was saying though, has anyone sung a song? Uh, oh, what was the song? It was Gary Sharon. So I already forgot the point that led me into this, which was trying to make a point about how long the intros are. Oh, and then that we were singing a so, so, so uh, what is that song? What was that band called? Uh, this is really how my brain works. I'm drawing a total blank. Uh, but it, there was a ba- there was a band, and they sang a song, and then I said, "What if there was a droid version of it?" But it left my brain. It, as soon as C-3PO got into my brain and started singing Sia. And on eagle, it's not on eagle's wings, but that's I think that's a church song. But maybe you see three people would do that too, and then he would transition into, uh, you know, did you ever know you're my hero? And he would sing that to R two and R two. You know, they I don't know they do it necessarily. Do they probably do one duet because this is C three PO's thing. 
Ertu's thing is being cute and adorable. So maybe I'll remember that song. But so, what was my, oh, I was talking about Stan, my best friend, who's not an android. Droids. It was something droids, but it didn't rhyme. I don't know. Uh, I can't, I can't think of that song. Or the, oh, it was, I almost thought of the name of the band. I know Gary Sharon was in it because he left and became like a singer of Van Halen. And to be honest, I have no idea how that worked out. I mean, I could know, I could guess, but, uh, but so what was it? Oh, I almost had it again. I think they're maybe they were called extreme, even though they weren't extreme. They were, were extremely unextreme. More than words. That was it. Thank you, brain. We eventually got there, but I think that may may have been free association. I'm the first person that's used free association to remember something they were talking about four minutes ago. But yeah, what if, well, I guess, yeah, maybe if BB-8 and R2 were the the audience for 3PO, he would sing more than droids. Like he'd say, you know, because he'd be out of character because he'd be in relaxed mode, chill mode, not 3PO mode. And he'd sing more than, he'd say, I rewrote, wrote, rewrote this song for the two of you. Uh, and he'd, and then maybe at some point, I can see him performing at one point or another. Like Luke would probably be amused by it. Leia for sure. Maybe at her bedside when she wasn't feeling so hot, he's saying that to her. But droids really meant, you know, that he was expressing that it was a beyond, she's more than a droid to him. But that song is more than words. So I was thinking more than droids. It's all you ever beep and bloop to you. And I wouldn't, you know, whatever. We could, it, could, it would easily be done. So that's, uh, that's so, so then there's a story, bedtime story. And then after that is uh, some thank yous and stuff. Between the intro and the story are uh, is business usually. And that's how we keep the show going as well. So you can find all that at our website. Um, and so you don't need to listen to the show. I guess it was, so that was the structure of the show. It only took me about 14 minutes to describe the structure of the show. Cause we had a little C3PO karaoke. Well, here's another question though. Go off topic again. If you have a memory, like is it karaoke or is it something else? Like if you don't have to read the words, like they're in your brain, you're in your system. I mean, some people do karaoke and they have songs memorized, but they're human. I mean, I guess I'm not trying to I'm not trying to draw a line here, three PO, like between humans and uh, you know uh, solid state or you know platter drive beings. I'm just saying, if you have every lyric in your head. I guess it's still karaoke. Maybe. I don't know. Or is it a tribute? You, you, you know, we should get uh, Tenacious D to weigh in on this and maybe sing that droid song with C-3PO because they have the kind of pull that maybe they could get in the next Star Wars movie. You know, or we could do the, it could, you know, if you want to do a short like uh, Ways Droids Chill, a Star Wars story. A very short one. It doesn't, you know, they don't all have to be an hour and a half plus feature films. This could be one that, uh, or if you're, you know, you say, well, we're looking for something to take the heat off of us. Again, I've offered this service to other uh, movie companies. I'll write that movie. 
I'll put my name on it. Right before a release, you just say, you know, Ackerman, he just did what he wanted to. He had his own artistic or tour vision. Originally, it was supposed to be about a, a Hoth or something. He comes, you know, it's too late now. We got to release it. It's called uh, How Droids Chill. And, uh, you know, but, uh, and, and then you say, okay, well, that was our, makes everything else look gold. As golden as a shined C-3PO at the big karaoke contest, the secret karaoke contest the droids have. Maybe, and yeah, other droids do have dance-offs. To answer that question, that naturally came up. And yeah, of course there's other things, but we'll talk about that when that movie's released in 20 never. So, uh, so this is a structure show. You, no pressure to listen, no pressure to fall asleep. I'm, I appreciate you coming by. You sure you picked it? Here's the thing. I'm sure you picked up on it. It's a, a silly stuff, uh, but it's a friendly stuff. Doesn't work for everybody. But I will posit, you know, you, maybe you either stopped listening. So if you're still listening, did it take your mind? Like, who C-3PO singing Bat Midler. Isn't that a little bit comforting? Preferable to whatever else was on your mind. In the story coming up here, we have a, a, a freestyle soda machine who is my version of, uh, he's, he, he's not a protocol droid, but he, you know, Stan, he's my co-pilot and best. Oh no, I'm Stan's co-pilot at this point, my commander and, and best friend. But yeah, give this podcast a shot. Uh, see if it helps. I'm really appreciated, appreciative that you came by and checked it out. Uh, and I truly believe you could deserve a good night's sleep. I work very hard on this show cause I want to help. Uh, thanks for coming by. And here's a couple of ways we keep the show going. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. And uh, try to take your mind off whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, uh, travel for you or someone else, uh, changes in schedule, you know, routine changes or, cha- you know, changes in routine. You know, no, you know what kind of change doesn't get any credit? Routine changes. They say those kind of changes say, well, I'm not getting, you know, I mean, I guess the grandmothers would say, change your underwear. It's kind of a routine change. I do. I hope so. Uh, but it, the routine change, uh, other than with grandmothers and nanas, who really don't give credit, they just kind of remove credit. Uh, maybe we'll come back to that and give routine changes. Give routine changes the credit they're finally due. If I remember, I'm crossing my fingers. Uh, uh, but this is for changes in your routine or, routine, you know, it changes, you know, when, whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to distract you from that. And to keep you company uh, here tonight, uh, to be your friend. Now, the way I'm going to do it is a bit different than other, other. Uh, I guess you'd say other sleep things. Uh, I'm just laughing because I said, well, what else is, but it's a bit different. So... It don't too, if you're new, don't try too hard to make sense of this podcast or even to like it. Just say, kind of view it as a, a new, if you can, view it as a neutral object here for to put you to sleep. 
and see how it goes. Because I'm going to use creaky dulcet tones, which takes some adjusting. Pointless meanders. With lots of those. Going off topic, off tangent, not making sense. Of uh, fill, Filler words. Uh, I have filler words full of filler. You see, w- Scroots, tell me the content of your filler words. Are they just letters with extra, you know? And I say, well, do, uh, you know, we do this because then they say, I try to push the sawdust, uh, you know, with my feet. I say, no. Uh, and they say, grade Z. Scoots, why do you have four pallets of grade Z flour? And, you know, it's nine pallets of sawdust. Is that filler for your fill? Do you fill your filler words with filler? And I say, fill her up with filler words. That's the Sleep With Me podcast slogan. And so I'm going to use filler words. But here's the thing. I'm going to, I'm your, your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar cuz, your boar sib, your barbara, your boar bud, whatever you're comfortable with, boar cuz, uh, boar bestie. Maybe I'll earn that title uh, for, you know, the few, the proud, the boar bays. Uh, or I could just be your boara. Bo- like boar, eh, like I'm fine with that. That's really a success for me. You see, well, describe your relationship with the scooter that you passively listen to at night. Uh, would you consider him your boyfriend? Eh, boyfriend. Boar bud. Man, boar bud. Man. What words would you describe uh, your relationship with? Eh, boar. It's like a boar. Boar. You know, eh. Oh, okay. We got it. We we understand now. Now, if you're new, you might not understand. So let me, uh, I already forgot what I crossed my fingers for. So by the way, uh, but so if you're new, it, you, here's the thing. Cause I said, why are my fingers crossed? I think I thought of something that I was going to talk about. It wasn't filler words. So, oh, routine changes. So I remembered that. So I do go off topic a lot. If you're new, Here's the structure show. Show starts off with a few minutes of business. That's how we keep the show going and free. And if you're new, it's not super important. If you're a regular listener, pretty important. Especially if your listener falls asleep on, in the intro and listens like five or six nights a week. But if you're new, no big deal. Then there's an the intro. The intro is it is not an advertisement. It's a show within a show. If you're new. It's a show you may not you may not want to stick around for, or you may not want to pay attention to, and that's the kind of thing. Like uh, a large number of people listen to it as they're getting ready for bed and unwinding. Some listeners fall asleep during it. Uh, other people listen during the day, and some people skip over it. There's no wrong way to use the intro, but it's a long. I would say it's aptly described as a long, drawn out intro. Something I could say in two minutes, I'm pointlessly meandering. I wouldn't say pointlessly meandering. I mean, I'm here for a point to put you to sleep, and not getting to the point is how what I do. So it's more like I'm demonstrating. We, we always talk about this. My incompetence, my competence by incompetence, or my incompetency for competency makes me competent. And here's another thing that actually makes me confident. I'm pretty sure for people that it works for, if you give it to two or three tries, I hope I can help you. So the intro is uh, where I try to describe what the show is and don't succeed. Uh, it neither puts you to sleep or hopefully it sets up the mood where you know what you're in for. Goofing around and tangential thinking and filler words, stuff with filler. That's bonus filler, by the way. You know, grade Z flour and sawdust. 
I was going to say they don't grow on trees, but I realized that they both grow. Um, but so that's the intro. Then there's a little bit of business between the show, the intro and the show. Then there's the, the show tonight. Uh, it'll be an episode of talking about an episode of Star Trek, the next generation, barely in a way that doesn't really, you say, huh, that's, that was a TV show. That was an episode of Star Trek, the next generation where Wesley had a dorm room. Is that all that happened? Well, there was a lot that took place in that dorm room. Are you sure it was a dorm room? Well, let me look that up and see. Uh, that would be short for dormitory. So that'll be what the coverage of Next Generation will be like. It'll be friendly. It'll be, you know, it'll be to put you to sleep. Now, here's a strange quirk of the show. You're under no pressure to fall asleep because there are listeners that I'm here for till the very end. What, so whether you're awake or asleep, I'm going to be your companion in the deep, dark night. I'm going to be here uh, giving it my all. Uh, so you can fall asleep whenever you wish, but don't feel any pressure. I'll be here to keep you company for an hour plus. And there's two, uh, you know, two episodes a week, an uh, hour plus. So you could string them back to back if you need to. Uh, so I'm here to help. And there's also, you, I think I clearly demonstrated it, but you really don't need to listen to me or pay any attention or as the grandmothers would say, you don't pay him any mind. Uh, he's a bad boy. He was, he's not a bad boy. He, he's a not bad boy. We haven't used that to describe me, but that was how I've always been described. Right when they're, they lick their thumb and they wipe something off my face. This has happened to me so many times. Right when I say, hey, I just made you laugh. What do you think about you and I? Uh, go, you know, going out sometime. Then uh, a grandmother appears, licks her thumb, tries to put down my cowlicks on my head that don't go down, wipes off my face. They say, oh, you're here with little Andrew. Uh, oh, you look like you're in the bad boys. He's a not bad boy. He's not a bad boy. He's not bad. Uh, and then, that, so that's what, at least that's what happens in my brain. Okay, so what I was saying, you you don't need to listen to me. I'm here to keep you company. The structure of the show, I think that's everything you need to know. Uh, but I also like to do some low-power empowerment here, like uh, like a trickle charge. Uh, you know, thinking about what we said, like routine changes really don't get they, they could use a little extra empowerment maybe. Because uh, you have changes in the routine. They can, you know, you say, well, school year starts or a change in the weather. And then there's uh, changes in your routine. Then if your routine changes, that's a little bit different. Only in the sense, I think if your routine changes, that says, well, I'm going to switch it up here. Like a change in your routine, maybe is an external force. So routine changes is when you say, I'm changing my routine. A subtle difference, but then there's a third thing, like a routine, routine changes, which are changes that are just like one would be it, we, the routine changes may say changes that are taken for granted. And I would say, let me patch on the back routine changes. And I could see the moon raising its hand if it had a hand to raise and say, hey, what about me? And I'd say, yeah, you probably don't get it. I mean, you get a lot of credit. uh and some may say you get too much credit. But at the same time, yeah, we do kind of take you for granted, Moon. And you really are impressive, in my opinion. 
And I don't believe that. I mean, I believe that sometimes I see it as a routine change when it's really amazing. Also, no offense, Moon. I don't mean to quibble, but you're not actually changing it. Just our way of, it's really the sun and the earth. Uh, so I don't know if you should be getting it. You're like, you're just kind of out there. Oh, sorry. Uh, the, I think the moon just shed a tear. Come here. Come on in, moon. Yeah, well, good night, moon. Maybe we could move on to it. Are there any other routine changes here to get credit? Changing underwear. We covered that. So you can move on. Uh, socks changes. Uh, running out of cereal. That's a little bit. Too, I don't know if that is a routine change. Uh, okay. Grocery shopping. That's too That's too, you know, I don't want to think about that. I mean, I'll tell you, all the all the other changes we may make that I may forget about, uh, that I don't take for granted, I'll just make a blanket apology in the form of an ode, because uh, I haven't done any odes. Oh, routine changes. Oh, how we take them for granted. Low are your feelings like the moon high in the night sky, uh, which is the best example of uh, um, the moon may feel underappreciated and that it's a brilliant night sky when we could see it uh, and when we imagine that the moon is doing that itself uh, of its own volition and not that the sun and the earth and some shadow stuff is doing it. uh, uh, And I'm just kidding, moon. When I give you a hard time, that means we're friends. Uh, Oh, moon... Oh, planet! Are you a planetary object? Uh, you oh, you know who? You know Moon. Who would say hold the phone? Will be Pluto. I mean, why? To, that, I guess it's at this point in my life, it's a routine change. Every few years, they say planetoid planet, and you, who would think that that would become a routine change? That you would even forget about? You'd say, "Well, I'm not. I've, I've not bothered anymore." I'll wait till I someone corrects me when I say, oh, there's nine planets. No, actually. You say, oh, there's ten. No, actually. It's not a planet. And, and, and some people say, Scooch, you imagine that whole thing. Pluto's been, I say, well, that's great news for Pluto. I guess that there's no routine change when it comes to you. Also, the moon is kind of uh, saying it needs more. T- oh, moon, don't be sad. We really love your changes. Uh, they stir so much in us, Moon. Uh, and let us know the feeling in our heart, uh, the brilliance uh, on your pale skin awakens in us uh, uh, something deeper, something that dances in the nightly splendor, uh, bathed in your light, O oh, Moon. There is nothing mundane about you, and sorry we took you for granted. All the Earthlings, uh, people here, also with the asterisks and the hard work of the sun and the earth and and whatever other stuff, uh, but all credit goes to you, Moon. Anyway, I got to get back. Sorry, Moon. I got a a podcast I'm in the middle of the intro for. It can't really make it. And I, sorry, Pluto, I do not have time to make amends on behalf of Earth uh, or astronomy. You'll have. We'll get back to you one day. Okay, everybody, I'm back. Uh, never don't uh, engage personified planetoids. Whoop, I just slip of the tongue there. Sorry, Pluto.
uh, heavenly heavenly objects. Don't have yeah, oh heavenly objects. I'll get back to you soon. Right now, I get back to the sweet heavenly ears of this listener. So I'm here to help. Uh, podcast a little bit different. Clearly, I think you just uh, I displayed that. Uh, but give it a few tries. See if it helps. I've been there. That's why I make the show tossing and turning. Uh, not able to sleep, and I believe you deserve a good night's sleep. You've earned it being out there in the world. I'm laughing because I could see the moon and Pluto peeking in, saying, what about our... I said, you've earned your odes, moon and Pluto, uh, but this isn't the ode cast, uh, the big podcast of odes uh, to objects. Uh, but I'm glad you're here. I hope I, I yearn and I strive, and I really want to help you fall asleep. Thanks so much uh, for coming by. And here's a couple of ways we keep the show going.